Hello and welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek for Friday, February 21st. Today is Thursday, but if you are hearing this, it is Friday, February 21st. I'm Caroline Gonzalez, joined on the show today by NFL Network's Vice President of Production, Charlie Uke who oversees the NFL Network Combine coverage. Coverage of the Combine will kick off Thursday, February 27th at 3 p.m. Central with the quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends. Charlie, how are you doing today, my friend? Doing great. We're uh, in full preparation mode to be in Indianapolis uh, you know, next week, so we're, we're all getting ready and we're all excited to be there for the uh, 2020 version of the Scouting Combine. I can't even imagine how much prep and time goes into everything having to do with the Combine because there's so many different, one, storylines that goes into the week of Combine coverage, but position groups, coaches, things like that. I can't even begin to understand how much time and effort goes into that. But, Charlie, before we get into all of that, can you tell me a little bit about yourself, how you got into production, how you got to NFL Network? Sure. Uh, I was a broadcast journalism major at Miami University in Oxford, Ohio, uh, which led me to a couple of jobs prior to NFL Network. I was at Fox Sports Net, which eventually got me to NFL Network in 2006. So this is my 14th season with NFL Network. And sports and television was always just a passion. I never was a great enough athlete to play (laughs) on a professional level, obviously. But being able to combine two things that truly make me feel alive and make, I know a lot of others uh, fill with emotion, you know, the, the, just the game itself and, and doing television. I think that was, you know, something that excited me and, I, and something that I've been lucky to do for the last 20 some odd years. Well, you said obviously you weren't good enough to be an athlete. That's not obvious. Listen, this is a podcast. We can't see you. So you can just lie to everyone and say, hey, I'm six foot six, 250 pounds, solid. That's usually what I do. I just tell people I'm very athletic and I'm a beauty pageant winner. And then, you know, we just go from there. Yeah, I can't lie. I I, I mean, I was an okay athlete. So just believe me, the voice is better than seeing the actual picture right now. It was a good thing for everybody involved. So, Charlie, you've been in uh, the NFL Network for a while now, but where does combine coverage rank in maybe some of the other production things that you have to do? Uh, I mean, this is one of the most challenging things we do as a network, if only because it just comes right after the Super Bowl. Mm. So there's that natural lull, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people have – they've been grinding all year long to get to the point to the Super Bowl, and then we got to get ready less than a month later to go to Indianapolis to cover the combine. But it's a challenge that, that we, we, you know, we, we relish and we accept it. And every year it's gotten bigger and bigger and better with, with media availability. And now with the event moving to primetime, on Thursday night with the quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends. It just shows how much bigger this event has gotten, and it's an opportunity for us to showcase what not only what the athletes can do and what, what teams are looking for, but what we can do as well as far as what we want to show the audience and, and what makes all this stuff important. Because at the end of the day, you're just seeing guys kind of work out on a field. Mm-hmm. So our main job is to make sure the viewer knows why is this drill important, who is this player, where does this player make sense and what teams need this this position? So that's our job that we've been kind of working hard at for the last several months, including this last month. Um, but, but I think, again, like I said, we're ready to go 
Uh, we're excited to present this event to a primetime audience. I was about to say, I think a lot of people uh, maybe have some misconception about everything that goes into the combine coverage and maybe thinks that, you know, as soon as the Super Bowl ends, then you start focusing on combine. But you guys, I'm sure, have had to do this and, you know, pay attention to all of these players over the last few months and kind of compile your coverage. How much time would you say has, has been focused on the combine and then eventually going into primetime? Well, truly, the, the, now that it's all these events that we do, the tentpole events, whether it's combine, draft, Super Bowl, Hall of Fame, kickoff, they, it, it does take a year-round production level mm-hmm. to think about what you want to do, to manage your budgets, to talk about the content. So we, we've been talking about combine as, as a league, as a group, with, with those who present the combine since, you know, last spring, late spring. Um, just because we knew that the, the change would be possible to go into prime time. So once we hit like July too, you're, you're really thinking out, okay, much like everyone else watching college football, getting ready for college football, who are some of these top prospects? When we hit September, we start slotting out our big boards as well, much as like the clubs do. Um, and then when we're in December, it's full on while everyone else, while we're also getting ready for playoffs, Super Bowl, we're also getting ready for combine. So it truly has become a year-round process. There really is no... Um, time off per se to think about the event, but that's 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 how big this thing has become and over the years. And and again, it's a challenge for us, but something that I think we're we're more than ready to do. And and let's be honest here, a lot of this is based on who the prospects are, and we feel like this is one of the strongest prospect pools we've had in a while. So Charlie, correct me if I'm wrong. As the NFL Network vice president of production, I'm sure you had a hand in. Uh, you know, deciding how big of coverage you guys wanted to have with this combine coverage going into prime time. Um, why did you think that this needed more attention, and why did you think the time slot needed to change? Uh, I well, I personally, I you know, I wasn't, I didn't have a heavy hand in pushing towards this. This was a collaborative effort from many levels at the league level, at the club level, gotcha. including those that run the, the scouting combine. But, but for us, it, it made sense. And why we were behind this 100% is just because, you know, with, with primetime viewership, automatically you get more viewers. There's mm-hmm. more people watching TV and there's more, you know, just bodies that could possibly flip over to us. The second part of this too is um, we're, we're trying to brand Thursday night as, as a football night to be, to be blunt. There's Thursday night football now that we've had for over 10 plus years, the draft went to primetime on Thursday night. Um, so the combine going primetime Thursday night, it only makes sense. So on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we hope to not only maximize that audience, but like I said, try to teach them something about who this player is, where he makes sense, what teams need them. Um, we know that we have an opportunity to, to get, you know, bigger number of eyeballs watching what we do, and we hope to do it well. Absolutely. And, you know, if it's NFL Network, I'd expect nothing less. But, uh, you know, to us here in Louisiana, LSU winning the national championship is huge. And obviously there's a lot of players that we personally want to keep an eye on. But how how big of a factor would you say LSU winning the national championship would play into your coverage of those guys? Does it factor in, or are you guys strictly kind of going off of – top 25 players no i mean it's it's always a factor when you talk about programs like lsu alabama clemson you know the ones that have, that have had great success over the last couple of years you know who their players are there's an inherent knowledge of who joe burrow is mm-hmm. 
Um, and we try to maximize that opportunity. I think everyone, a lot of people know Joe Burrow as the player. I think we saw a glimpse of who he is as a person uh, when he, during his Heisen speech. Um, so we want to be able to tell that story of Joe. Um, you know, we have some opportunities that we want to maximize with him should he choose to do those things. Um, you know, don't know his schedule yet in Indy. A lot of these players, as you know, they choose to work out or not work out. But uh, I, think, I think it's an important aspect of our coverage. You know, it, 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 besides having a focus on all the LSU players, you know, we have a former LSU player coming in on Sunday to be a guest analyst for us. Jamal Adams is going to be there, and he's going to join Deion Sanders on the okay. field to talk about DBs. So, you know, that, that'll, be, that'll be an excellent opportunity, not only for Jamal, but for us as well to, to you know, him and Deion should be must-see TV. Um, but, yeah, I would say the focus, not just for LSU, but a lot of these student-athletes and all these programs from, you know, across the nation, there's going to be a big focus on not just the top 25 schools, but the small school kids as well, that the kind of people uh, cling on to for those storylines. Well, just but, yes, a... LSU, to answer your question, LSU will be a priority. Okay, good. Uh, just a reminder, Thursday, February 27th at 3 p.m. is when the NFL Network's coverage will begin. But on Saturday, February 29th at 3 p.m., Charlie and everyone uh, on the NFL Network will be hosting Cam Jordan, who will be joining the coverage for defensive linemen and linebackers. Charlie, I do have to ask you, have you worked with Cam Jordan as a producer before? So I haven't directly, but our network is, has, has worked with Cam many times. He's done guest hosting appearances mm-hmm. on Good Morning Football. He's been a guest for us on NFL Total Access. Um, he's done so much stuff with us. He's, he's, he's basically just an extension analyst at this point. We're just waiting for him to retire, <laughs> uh, which I don't think he will after he's had 15 and a half sacks. But um, Cam is going to be able to provide that insight that we need as someone alongside Willie McGinnis on the field. Uh, what we're doing a lot of this year is bringing in more active NFL players to give their perspective of what they're seeing. Because, again, for a lot of people, these drills, they don't really have much context when you just see a guy hit a bag right. or just, like, step over step over a bag. So what Cam, I think, will help do is just encapsulate what does this mean and how does this translate to when you're actually playing a game, um, which something, a game that he plays very well, obviously, as you guys know. So um, Cam's going to provide us that insight, have a little fun, that's the other thing too we don't we we understand that this is a serious business but you're allowed to have fun on the field um because at the end of the day you're you're seeing a football and a stick get snapped and these poor kids holding these bags get punched high up in the head not literally uh but um there's there's moments of levity that we have it's seven hours of coverage so you got to find those moments where you can have some fun but we're excited about cam joining our coverage uh breaking news he doesn't know his full schedule yet i got to get that out to him this weekend but (laughs) he's going to be joining us for several hours hopefully um but until, you know, we're, we're lucky to have him. We're fortunate to have him in our booking department. Has done a great job in getting these active players alongside Jamal Adams, Cam, Cam Jordan. Mark Ingram is confirmed. Uh, Darius Leonard's confirmed to join us. So we've got, we've got a, you know, a big list of stars that are going to help boost our coverage. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a good group right there. Uh, Charlie, I would never tell you how to do your job, but I, I do have some advice for you when it comes to Cam Jordan. You just just expect the unexpected with him. You he is going to be goofy for the first thirty seconds of whatever his answer is, and then he'll get serious. But you cannot you can never prepare for anything with Cam Jordan. I interviewed him and his wife the other day for a Valentine's Day episode, and I had probably nine or ten questions lined up. It took them fifteen minutes to answer the first question because they were going just <laughs> bouncing around from one thing to the next. So just expect the unexpected with him. Always have a 
camera on him. He's just going to go absolutely all over the place. Just expect the unexpected. That's great advice. You're going to be ready for him. We will, we will be ready. All right, Charlie. Well, we appreciate your time today. We appreciate you joining on the show, us on the show. Good luck with all of your coverage. Again, Combine coverage kicks off on Thursday, February 27th at 3 p.m. Central with quarterbacks and wide receivers. And your own defensive end for the New Orleans Saints, Cam Jordan, will be joining the coverage of defensive linemen and linebackers Saturday, February 29th at 3 p.m. Central. Charlie, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks to Charlie for joining us on the show today. Just a quick reminder, we will not have a show on Monday, which is Lundi Gras. We want you to all have a safe and fun Mardi Gras season. The next few days will be hectic, I'm sure. Be sure to consume way too much alcohol and way too much fried chicken, all of the above for me because I will not be there to partake in those activities. So I hope you have fun and have a safe and happy Mardi Gras. We will continue our coverage on Wednesday, the 26th of February with our NFL Combine coverage. We'll probably speak to our own John DeShazer, who will be out there at the Combine. So you don't want to miss our coverage Wednesday and Friday of next week. If you're going to the parades this weekend, make sure you check out the sixth float of Tux on Saturday at noon. A few Saints players are reported to be on that float, including Teron Armstead, Cam Jordan, Austin Carr, Caden Ellis, Traquan Smith, David Onyemata, and Nick Easton. And then on Lundy Gras in the crew of Orpheus, uh, Cam Jordan, David Onyemata, Thomas Morstead, Trey Hendrickson, Taylor Stallworth, and Marcus Davenport are reported to be on in that parade as well. So make sure you go out to those parades and cheer for, cheer for your favorite Saints players. Today's show was brought to you by SeatGeek. If you're trying to find tickets to football games or any other live event, it can be complicated. There's hundreds of sites and shady pricing, but with SeatGeek, you can do everything in one place. Search for and discover the best deals on seats, buy from any device, and sell and transfer tickets in just a couple taps. Best of all, our listeners will get $20 off their first purchase when they use the SeatGeek app. Use code GOSAINTS at checkout. SeatGeek score the best deals on tickets. All right, I'm Caroline Gonzalez. Thanks again to Charlie for joining us on the show today, and we'll tune back in on Wednesday.